Welcome to Justifying the Effort, everybody. We're into the summer. Yeah, and uh, effort standing for your 40s and your 50s, living your best life. And I mean, I feel like with that being said, like you said, it's summer. I feel like your kids live their best oh, life dude. and then you get royally screwed as an adult. Can we just discuss this? I think Megan summed it up best saying, you know, your kids in the summertime are like having broke best friends. Oh, yeah. I always tell Quinn, I'm like with our girls, I'm like, I have two uh, broke besties that are like every day, like, let's go shopping. They come up with a great idea. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds fun. And then I'm like, wait, I'm funding this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm funny. Like, let's go to lunch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm paying for that. It doesn't mean you can't live your best life. Yeah. But so, I will say there are two times in life where I get insanely jealous about my kids. A, it's when school lets out for Christmas break and B, when school lets out for summer. What about that they could sleep anyway? Yeah. Well, that too. But my uh, my son asked me, he was like, well, dad, can we go do this on Monday? I'm like, no, I'm working. He's like, how about Tuesday? I'm like, no. I'm working. Yeah. It was like, even today they're like, where's dad? I'm like, he's at work. It's Monday. Like, this is not weird children. And, uh, so it, it is taking me a few weeks to get in summer mode where I'm like, oh yeah, I do have a job that I have to go to. Yeah. You've had a few nights where you've, uh, yeah, like there's, as, as my father once said, those who dance must pay the piper. Yeah. Where there's been a few nights where I'm like, yeah, you can have friends over and all of this. And Quinn's been out of town. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, they're going to be at my house till 11. I'm not going to bed till 1130. I got to be up at three 30 for work. So I I'm learning my lesson right now. So I, I do think that it is one of those cruel Realities. Well, of I getting... do believe Bananarama once said it's a cruel, cruel summer. Yeah. But I mean, just meaning that like with your kids, they get out of school and it's just like, yes, let's have like live our best life. Well, I don't think anybody's lived their best life better than our son this past week. So he went to which, which just really quick. So we do not forget. No, I'll get into oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. We don't won't, worry. We don't won't worry. forget. So, um, we had man camp, so I took, uh, it was bro camp, bro camp. Yeah. Bro camp, man camps when we go elk hunting. Yeah. Bro camp is skateboard. Yeah. So I took my camper or our camper up to Heber, which is a small town right outside of park city, Utah, because there's really no campgrounds in park city. Yeah. So anyway, we went up there and we stayed for the week and he went to Woodward. And for those of you that don't know what Woodward is, Google it. It's like, it's like if you were a adolescent boy, it's the greatest thing that could have ever happened to you. If you're into mountain biking, snowboarding, uh, skateboarding. And there happened to be a trampoline park in the middle that they do cheerleading camp. So, so <laughs> I think that adds, I mean, and that will add to the story. It, it too. adds to the whole experience. So he and I, so what I would do is I would drop him off at nine o'clock. I go, he was at skateboard. Yeah, camp. He was at skateboard and and camp. he's going twice this summer. It's Monday through Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So. And they have pros that come out and instruct him. It's incredible. But so I drop him off at nine and come back at four and pick him up. And when I went to pick him up, he did not want to go home and he would skate another full two hours, which 
And then we would go back and go <laughs> swimming. And then finally I'd be like, buddy, it's eight o'clock. We have to eat. Like, he's like, I'm not hungry. I'm like, yeah, but dad is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was. I mean, you guys played pickleball, you played ping pong, you swam, we you biked. Tubbed, you, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was all encompassing. So he got really good. If anybody wants to check out, uh, he, <laughs> he did make sure when we were he's coming, like, he's like, guys, when you do your podcast, you like totally got to plug my Instagram page. So if you want to check out his skate moves, it is at Brosive Skates. Brosive Skates. Yeah. Yep. So Brosive being his nickname. Yeah. Skates. And so check it out if you want to follow him. He is. Awesome. But I will tell you, uh, I grew up skating and I would not try half the stuff he was pulling yeah, off. And he is one too. bruise from head to toe. Like, yeah, seriously? it was one of those. We took a picture. We will not ever post because it. Because Child Protective yeah, Services Yeah, it was just one of those that were like, down. even when I took the picture, Quinn was like, do not do anything ridiculous and post that because he is, I mean, it's like bruises where you're like, I don't even understand where you got bruised there. But I mean, he skateboarded literally last week probably nothing because a lot of times at the campground you eight said nine he, hours a day yeah and then um yeah so last week quinn dadded hard the whole week and uh so quinn or quinn our our son logan uh speaking of the the cheerleaders so it was funny quinn went and talked to uh a lot of the uh, the coaches, you know, and they were just like, oh yeah, we love, love Logan. Da, 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 da. And they're like, he doesn't lack any confidence. And you're like, yep, nope, nobody does it. So they get to design a skateboard. Like it's just like a blank board. And so and they cut it and shape yeah, it and paint it and paint it. So Logan did what I don't think most little nine-year-old boys, but he went to the cheerleaders and had them all sign it. And so he has this skateboard that's like, says their name with like hearts all over it. It's, it's, yeah. So. Well, you had quite the exciting week. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Quinn was at bro camp all week. And so I was with the girls. We had a lot of fun and, um, I mean, it wasn't like we skateboarded and all of that, but we had a ton of fun together. So that's awesome. Well, we came back Friday night. So Friday night we got back and the little guy had his jujitsu belt test at 9am. So getting him out of bed was a rough go. And he's like, dad, I just hurt everywhere. And I'm like, <laughs> you need to go buddy. And so he went did great, tapped out the kids that he was like sparring off against, got his belt, couldn't be more proud of him. Uh, he, he's got a great uh, dojo that he goes to and awesome, awesome deal. And uh, I came back from that. I promised my girls I'd take them to yoga, namaste, after that. So I legitimately busted home, dropped him off, grabbed only one girl, our oldest wanted to go. So I took Sienna with me to yoga. Her and I namaste'd hard. Yeah. And uh, we knocked that out. And then I came home and grabbed my my middle girl, oh, Olivia. You didn't grab her. I didn't you, grab her. Um, but yeah. I picked her up and we went mountain biking. <laughs> and I just got to say, my legs, it was my first mountain bike ride of the season. And uh, you know that feeling when you get a little taste of blood in the back of your throat when you're climbing up a hill? It was there. So I... Uh, I'm committed to ride quite a bit more because I am, uh, I don't lack on the weight floor, but, uh, I need to get the lungs back <laughs> under my belt. There you go. Yeah. And so, uh, to recap final one was we were able to finally, um, have some marriage insurance and go to dinner. So that was, 
Um, it's been a while. It's been legitimately where we're like, uh, we don't even have, like, I mean, the other night we were like, you guys all need to go in the other room for 10 minutes. We need to talk. Like, we and, they, to- and they kept coming and we're like, out. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're trying to discuss the summer plans. Like, you got to leave. So, so yeah. uh, awesome. Well, fantastic week. We're into it hard. Summer's already over, but it finally, uh, Finally warmed up here, though. Kind of. Kind of. It's, I had plans to go hiking and like... It's rainy and cold. Yeah, right it's now. rainy and cold yeah. again. But. Okay, so let's kick off today's introduction. And, and what I want to talk about today, what we want to talk yeah. about today, is stuff. 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 Not the, not the Maxim magazine from the 90s stuff. Okay. There was like a... I don't remember this, but I think you had a subscription to it. To stuff? <laughs> I did not. Well, anyway, I want to talk about stuff, right? And especially stuff as you get into your F-word years. So I had a funny experience. I w- when we were putting this episode together, I it totally popped into my head. And it's like random things that you wonder why you remember. It's like there's moments where you're like, I never want to forget this. And you forget it. And then there's random moments like the story I'm about to tell you that's seared into your memory bank that you'll remember for the rest of your yeah. life. So I was out running when I first moved to Vegas. I had a group of dudes, uh, a couple guys in the office, and we go run over our lunch hour, which we didn't have a shower. So we totally like sponge bath it in the bathroom. Yeah. Afterwards, ew. which, yeah, it was because like, you're a little shreddy. Were they wondering why deer were migrating yes. into the city? Yeah. I was being licked by cows. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, this this guy and I, we went out running and I remember him talking to me and I was like, so I was like, uh, how's everything going? He's like, man, I'm excited. And I said, oh yeah, what, what are you so excited about? He's like, we are finally getting new furniture. He's like, we have been having like hand me down or like odds and end pieces of furniture our entire married life and we are finally getting it. And I remember he was like 42 or 43 or something going like, man, how is this guy like 42 or 43 and like finally getting like new furniture, right? Like stuff. And he was so excited about it. And then I'll fast forward about 20 some odd years and <laughs> Megan and I are sitting there going, I can't believe we are finally getting new furniture. furniture, right? So then this propels me to another thing. So number one, it was kind of like sitting there saying, okay, in your F word years, you actually have the money to start getting the things you want yeah, and yeah. start accumulating the things you want and some, some big ticket items you're in, as you hit those years. But also I was going through my garage the other day, which my garage is a bit of uh, if you've ever seen what a trailer park looks like after a uh, tornado goes through it. And then just imagine like, yeah. And then there's like a st- almost like looking like a stoner den in the middle. Cause we have like skate ramps and like a heater out there. I mean, it's just, it's eclectic. It, anyway, it's eclectic. my point of bringing this up though, is I look at all these shelves in my garage and I have boxes on those shelves that were packed 13 years ago, 12 years ago when we moved from Las Vegas that are still basically sitting on that shelf. So, I want to get into a why we have so much stuff, b why we place value on it, and c do we really need it? 
I think it sounds great. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's dive in. Yeah. We're going to dive right in. Because so, I don't have stuff. Well, obviously. <laughs> okay. I, yes. There's like, like, there's no more carpet in our, in our, in our uh, walk-in closet. It's just shoes. Yeah. I use them all. Yeah. Okay. So the first point, necessity. the first point that I want to make, that I want to bring up, Megan, is it okay to have stuff? Yeah, definitely. I feel like all of us, th- there's stuff that you're going to want, use, it's going to enhance your life. And so this is by no means being like preachy. We are, I mean, if you come, like we said, and looked at our garage, you would not think that we are minimalist by any account, <laughs> you know, it'd be like one of those, you're like, Hey, do you have one of those, to, to, like something to borrow? And, and Quinn would be like, yeah, give me a few hours of my garage. I'll find it. I know, I'll find I know it I've got somewhere one. in there. Yeah. So by no means, I mean, we all have stuff. We all want stuff. It's more talking about the, uh, the why, like, why do you want this stuff? Like, do you just have it or, is there a, a why? Is there a reason why you have it? Absolutely. And as Megan said, it, this isn't a rant. This isn't a preachy thing, too. If if you have something and it brings you joy, good on you, right? And if it makes you happy, more power to you. But what we want to talk about is does it make you happy? So we had we've had a we had two interesting experiences on this, and one we observed, and one we took part in. And the first one was we were. We we were first moved to Vegas. We had moved into our new house, and our oldest was like two weeks two old. Week, two weeks old, and so the neighbor invited us over to a Christmas Eve dinner with their grandkids. It was super nice and all of that, and they spoiled the hell out of this kid. Like I remember that their grandson, and it got to be to the point where they were giving him so many presents, he was just tossing them. Like just yeah, and we're talking like. High ticket. Like it would be yeah. like an iPad and he was like, cool. And just chuck it to the side. So it was just one of those that, I mean, we still remember it of just being like, wow, that, that was, that was a lot of stuff. Yeah. And we, we swore we're like, we're never going to do yeah, this. And we've talked about that. Never say never. <laughs> never say never. So, uh, Megan, why don't you, uh, discuss your panic? Yeah. So it's gotten better. I mean, I, I, I've had to go through steps of, you know, recovering, but, um, I would have this panic cause I think we're all this way where you, you go shop and then you hide it. We're talking about the Navidad yeah, Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. And so you would hide it and I didn't really have a system in place. I didn't even write it down. I mean, now I do. I mean, we'll, I'll tell you about my system, but anyway, it was the kind of deal. Quinn likes to call it. What, what do you call my her seventh inning stretch. So what will happen is Megan will panic. Not anymore. Not anymore. This but she, happened. She used to panic that there wasn't enough for Christmas and then she would rebuy all of Christmas. Yes. And so and then it would be like Christmas Eve night and it would be like hour 10. Yeah. Around. And Quinn would be like, why is this kid getting like five Lego sets? And I was like, well, I didn't realize that I bought it and I guess I kept buying. And so it was just the kind of deal that we had our own experience one year um, when that happened. And it was kind of like ridiculous to the point where Quinn and I both like, were like, okay, we need a system. And I will tell you, part of the system is Quinn. Like he, I, I think it's a win-win in the Megan I just category. basically said, I'm doing the Christmas shopping. Well, this last year I did it <laughs> yeah. and it, it wasn't bad. And so, um, 
But what happened was literally the kids got to the point where they stopped opening up presents. Yeah. Because they had plenty. And it was almost to the point where it was like, there was no like value value to the, and then we're like, Hey, you guys need to finish. Yeah. And it, it's the point where it's like, Oh, well I can get whatever I want. So I'm not placing value on this person, pre- uh, this present or this item that I got. And so it was like for Quinn and I, we had to like kind of reevaluate and we ha- now have systems in place. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a full list is written out. Everything's list, put in boxes. And then, like, yeah, yeah. It is one where it's like definitely, but Quinn definitely had to like be like, okay. I I think I think after the, the I think there was like there, three years. After you did the one all year, I said you're not doing any Christmas shopping. You can tell me what it is that the kids really <laughs> yeah, want. He was like, I don't want you stepping in. But I said I will get it. I will put it in a certain locality. You are more than welcome to view it. But uh, I said, you know, we are not going on that. But think about it from from a, an adult standpoint. Have you ever had fatigue where it's like you've almost bought so much that it no longer has any value to you? Yeah. And and I think that comes down to um, a lot of it is, is it just something you want. Because it's like if you asked your kids you know, they, they could come up with probably a super long list. And if every single thing, I mean, it's like our nine-year-old, he is um, about to turn 10 in August. And um, he like literally in the car was just like, mom. Oh yeah. You told this story last yeah, week. Yeah. He wants a weld, a welder. Yeah. And, that's, and I was that's like, just the beginning. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, is so we have our youngest and he uses the crap out of his stuff. But he has been our kid since he's been two years old that there is never like, imagine what a 17 year old boy would want. And that was what he would want at the age three. Like it's been a problem. And so it definitely like, yeah. But I mean, if we got every single thing on his list, there would be that fatigue where it's like, eh, I can get what I want. I'm not going to put value on it. So this comes into my next thing I'd like to discuss is want versus why. That doesn't sound like it makes sense, right? But the reason is, and I've I've had to almost have a paradigm shift on this, is there's a difference between want and there's a huge difference between why I want it. Meaning, do I really want the thing? Is it something that I've really, really wanted? Or is it something that I perceive that like... Oh, this would bring me some fleeting joy for a second. Well, and I, one fun fact about the QB is he likes to deal shop like majorly. Yeah, I have. Like, like it is the kind of deal like he is always looking, which is great. He has found awesome stuff, but it got to the point where he would go buy, like if it was a good deal and I'm like, do you really like that shirt? And he's like, well, it was a good deal. And then you would never wear it or hardly ever. Cause it was like, not the color that you liked, but you were like, but I say five bucks. And so it was like that discussion over and over again. Like I remember one of the times not that long ago that we were shopping and you're like, what do you think this one's? I'm like, which one are you going to wear? Because are you just buying it because it's on sale or are you buying it because you want it and you'll wear it and that's your why it's going to like enhance your life. Yeah. And I think conversely too, there's moments where you have to ask yourself, are you like, let's say it's a big ticket item. Are you into it or are you purchasing it because you think it's what everybody expects you to be into? And 
This is this is no slam on anybody who has one of these. It's just everybody floats their own boat, right? So I got invited by a bunch of people in our neighborhood, a bunch of dudes to go down to Moab and go on a trip where everybody had razors. For those of you that don't know what a razor is, it's like a dune buggy. It's like an off-road. Polaris makes them. There's a bunch of different uh, different kinds, but uh, uh, they're super awesome and incredible rock crawlers. And it was so fun because it was a huge group of dudes from my neighborhood. We all went. And I remember getting in the parking lot and, and guys rolling them out of trailers and stuff. And I remember going, this would be fun, man. I'd, I'd really like to, uh, to get one of these. Like, I, I, think, I think we could get into this. And the first time we decided that we were going to like climb up a sheer straight six-foot vertical wall with death on either side of us, I was like, screw this. Like, this is not my thing. And it's funny because, like I said, it's one of those things that I looked at. And at first I was like, you know, I saw everybody with one. And I thought, wow, you know, and that like power of inclusion is real, right? So you start feeling like, and almost like that whole, the whole, like keeping up with the Joneses or whatever. But then you ask yourself, like, is it, and it's, it's not a money thing at that point, but is it, is it something that you really would enjoy? And for me, I don't like the loud noises. I don't like the dust. I don't like the near death experiences. That's not to say that that's not somebody else's boat. Like we talked about in the last episode, you do you, but the biggest thing of understanding like you do you is understanding who you are. And so I looked at that and I said, you know, Hey, good on all these guys. They love it. Yes, this was, it was a super fun trip and I had a lot of fun, but I also walked away going, that's not my thing. Yeah. And along those same lines is, you know, we live really close to a bunch of like lakes, reservoirs and that, and a lot of people, um, the, in our neighborhood, we live in a small neighborhood and I would say like, I mean, it's, it's amazing the amount of people that have boats. And so our kids ask us all the time, like when we get in a boat and it is great. Like there are families that that is what they love to do. And it is get out there and they're on the lake all day long. And and they, they love it. And, um, Quinn and I, like, it is like we go with friends, but like every time we go, it is one of those by the end of the night, I'm like, yeah, this isn't my thing because it's a lot of work and not saying that it's not fun. We're not looking at other people being like, why do you have a boat? It's just one of those that we're like, we would rather buy a, a camper. But there's been a lot of people that are like, eh, I don't think I like a camper. So that's the thing is, is looking at it saying, because our kids are kind of like, well, everyone has a boat. Why don't we have a boat? And we're like, Quinn and I always just answer because we don't want a boat. Like we don't want the responsibility. But we do want a camper. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying is everybody's a little bit different, but it is just interesting that like, you know, where our kids are just assume like, Hey, that's that next step. Yeah. And and, and I think your kids. And then I also think from an adult standpoint, you ask yourself like, are you, are for lack of a better term, are you paying to play? Like, is it the kind of thing that you're, you're getting into purely out of the thing of saying like, I don't want to be left out. Or are you doing it because it's like we have friends that, you know, they every single they sometimes go out four or five days a week. And yeah, and, and it's it what is, they love to do. Exactly yeah. what they and love that's to their do. why they that bought their- it because they're like, this is what I want to do with my kids. And that was kind of our why when we bought our camper <clears throat> was because we wanted to spend 
it with our kids, like have those memories in that time and that. And so I think one thing to keep, although I do think it scares the kids a little bit because I'd be perfectly okay living in there with everybody. Yeah, they, he always talks about it. He's like, we could live in a camper. And I, I mean, you just see like our oldest just panicking, like what? No, well, we're not living in a camper. And I think she knows there's some degree of me being slightly serious. Well, in there we too. know you wanted to live in a tent when we were first married. So, you know, there's that, but, um, one thing to remember is it's like a storage unit on wheels that you can move storage, around yeah. that they won't arrest you for living That's in. That's true. Um, <laughs> one thing to remember is, is looking at it and just being like, why is it that, you know, it, is that you want to have it? Is it because everybody has that same thing and you're like, Oh, I kind of need to have this. Or is it like, Hey, this is my game plan and my why. But one thing to always keep in mind Someone will always have more. Yeah. It doesn't matter how dope it is today. There's a new one that's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, And it's like, uh, I, I've had that discussion with people building a house. Cause they're like, oh, I can't have this. And this other person has this and da, da, da. And I was like, the thing is, as soon as you move in your house, it's not pristine and new and someone else will have a newer house. So you do it because it's what you want, what you love and like will bring like Quinn said, that joy, how is it going to enhance your life? Like, what is your reason for doing it? But if you're doing it, cause you're like, well, I want to have the nicest, whatever. I'm like, there's going to be someone that's going to show up like a month from now and they're going to have the nicer, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Or it's not going to bring that fulfillment if it's not what you're into. It's just well, going to be. And you're going to, and if that is what you're hunting down, it is going to be just this vicious cycle. Yeah. It's elusive. Like, it's almost like you'll get it. You'll get like that dopamine, that high. And then all of a sudden it's that. Cause everybody down. likes getting stuff. Oh yeah. It's like new stuff. It's like pristine and new and all of that. But if you're doing it to have the nicest and all of that is just realize that someone is going to show up with something nicer at some point or, you know, well, and that, that comes down to enjoy what you have, right? So stay in your lane. Yeah. Meaning like if it's, if you've got an old beat down boat and you take it out on the weekend and it's smoking and all of that, but you get out there and you enjoy the hell out of it, then good on you, man. Or if, if it's something that it's like, if you've got an old mountain bike, but you still ride it and you like to ride well, it. It's like at this point, um, my road bike is 18, 19 years old. 18 years old, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I just aged it. But, um, anyway, my road bike, like when I got it, it was, uh, you know, kind of top of the line road bike, spent a lot of money on it. Um, and it's the kind of deal, like, I'll have people be like, why don't you get in a new one? I'm like, this thing works perfectly fine. Like it works great. You know, like it's not like it's, you know, but it, it teach their own, you know? So, yeah. And so Megan and I just got done talking about like, Hey, we love campers. Other people love boats. So I think it has to come down to, it does not have to be your thing or it doesn't have to be everybody else's thing. Like just cause it's what you're into doesn't mean you need to convince everybody else. Like, Oh, for sure. Oh, go oh ahead. no, no, no. You, no, no you, you, no, no. 
Um, uh, have you guys ever in, and I think we all have experiences if you've ever bought something and later kind of like wondered why, like, I mean, that whole idea of buyer's remorse or almost wanted to like it. Yeah. So for me, I mean, I have to find my hook into running, but, um, so I wanted to get a pair of these running shoes, Hoka. So if you run, you know, and like people will preach about these shoes and I'm, I'm not saying like I, it could have been the pair, whatever, but they are not cheap. Like the price point is over 200 bucks. And so it was kind of like, Hey, if you're a real runner, you run in Hoka's. So I was like, I have to have a pair of Hoka's never really wore them, never tried them on, ordered a pair. And I got them and then I went on my first run and I was like, I don't like these, but I like ran in them. And so I was like, I, they made my feet go numb. Like I tried everything. I was like Googling, like why my feet going numb to the point where I finally got rid of them. Like I, I found someone who gave them to them. And so it was just one of those and not saying a lot of people love them. And it could have been the exact shoe, but it was one that like, after the fact, I was like, I knew what shoe I liked. Like I knew what worked for me, but I kind of was like, oh, I got to try these because then I look like I'm this runner. Yeah. Well, I can, you know, obviously not now because I pretty much wear either like polo shirts for work or t-shirts and jeans. I don't, well, I don't fluctuate okay, too The thing much you need like, to understand is Quinn's company, they have pretty... We have got great swag. Yeah. So Quinn, it's like basically like for his company, like hat and shirt every day and the only, like and he wears a pair of jeans. So his shirt just changes up slightly. And then he has like 45 hats that he's gotten for work. Well, my dermatologist did tell me to keep my head covered. Yeah. But it is funny because her, her oldest was like... Yeah, you go on a dad's like company events and it's like they copy and paste the same thing. But dad's just like, sometimes it's just a skinnier version. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, good. I'm well, sure. what I, the reason I bring that up is I think all of us have probably purchased something, especially when we were younger, that may have been a style trend that like you got at home and you're like, oh no, you tried, you wanted to like it. And you, every- was it like your orange Crocs no, sandals? My orange Croc sandals. Okay. So I no, bought them. Speaking purely- of finding things that are on sale. You are wrong. No, they were wrong. Hideous. They, okay. So they were made hideous. by the company Croc, but they weren't Crocs. They were the, they were the flip flops. They were flip flops, but they were or a thongs. Yeah. A thongs, <laughs> a thong, thong, thong. <laughs> so I, well, I, I went into the outlet and I wanted a pair to like scoot around in the house. And cause as we have mentioned in earlier episodes, I made a terrible hippie cause I can't, I hate being barefoot even yeah. in the house. I have house shoes. Yeah. Which your, name, I, your name would be Softfoot. Yes. No, I have my slippers that I like to put on or I have your like, house shoe. or I have my rubber Birkenstocks that I like to wear inside the house. Okay. Well, let me back this story up. My brother had a pair of these Croc flip-flops and they were like a gray color, a total acceptable color. But they were spongy goodness and yeah. very comfortable. And anyway, so Quinn was like, I want to check those out. So he goes in the outlet and I think you save five bucks and he comes out with They these were Texas Longhorn. They were 
bright orange, yeah, the, and we lived in Texas Las Vegas. Longhorn. No, we yeah. were living in California, I think, at the time. No, it was in Vegas because you lost them on the move to California. No, I think what happened was I wore them one time outside with socks. No, because we no, you sold it as these are my house shoes. And I was like, you should not ever be seen outside of the house wearing those because we're not going to a Texas. Did you not listen to last episode on You Do You? Yeah. But anyway... <laughs> You were out skirting around the neighborhood with those bright orange freaking shoes on. Where if you would have bought a normal color, would have been fine. I still don't <laughs> see the issue with it. Bright orange croc sandals. I don't regret buying it. Yeah, well. You're you're totally crapping on my Okay, point. go, go. But there's been time for example, <laughs> uh one year I spent a ton of money on recording software and uh equipment to get set up to record on my computer. And it was one of those things I just never got into. I wanted to, I thought I did because that's what all my musician buddies were into and doing. And, uh, I just realized I didn't have the time and, or the real desire to learn to do it. So it was totally one of those moments where I like spent a ton of money. And then I was like, why did I, why did I do this? Like, it just wasn't my thing. Yeah. And that happens, right? It happened. I mean, that's why there's that term, buyer's yeah. remorse. So I think a good way to avoid buyer's remorse with stuff. You ready for this? I I can't. Okay. No, Wait. get ready for this. <laughs> okay. okay. Does your want equal enhancing your experience? Meaning the thing you want, is it going to enhance your day in and day out experience. For example, uh, Megan talked me into getting ABC pants. So just so you guys know, I, I didn't talk you into them. I get a discount as being a trainer. And if you don't know what the ABC pants are, they're by, um, Lululemon and they're the anti ball chafing, crushing, crushing, anti ball, crushing ABC pants. And don't try and pretend like you understand what yeah, it's like. Anyway, so Quinn at Christmas, I bought him like two pairs and on the tag for his present, I had to say, don't stress out. I got a discount. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So. But what was your synopsis? My synopsis was they were a hundred percent worth it. Yeah. And so what I did is I got rid of a bunch of really, I had like 15 pairs of Dockers that I had accumulated through the years. I got rid of them all and replaced them with four pair of ABC pants that I absolutely- Which you can squat in them. Yes. And yeah. there's those who see me squatting. Yeah. 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 If he ever wears them, he's like, I can squat perfectly. I can totally squat in these. Yeah. yeah. But the point behind it was, does your want equal enhancing your experience? So my day in and day out comfort level went through the roof. And I think that started your journey where Quinn, it's like, he, he's not hard to buy because now I kind of like, I know, but he is like, he's like, it has to feel the fabric and it's gotta be like, like a soft fabric. Like it's the feel of it. If it's, you know, if it's too tight, um, he just wants to feel like he always says like he's, he's gotten really big into Viore. And he said the other day, I don't know what they did to sell their soul to make this fabric so soft. Yeah, there is definitely some sort of devil magic that yeah. they weave into But that it. is your thing now is everything he buys, he's like, it has to be comfortable. 
Yes. Yes. Comfortable and flexible. So it enhances your experience. It does enhance my experience. But you could also say the same thing like if you really like to bike, like you mentioned your bike, if you wanted to get a nice new bike, which is no problem, like that would be, that would enhance your experience because you enjoy doing it. It's like if you're into boating, you get a new boat that throws a better wake for a wake surf, it enhances your experience. So look at it of saying like, is it going to make things better or is it, is it going to move the needle? I mean, we've talked a lot about that in your health and everything else relationships. If it moves the needle, then get on it, man. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, yeah. How is it enhancing? I was like, I, never, I, I was just going to add the same thing. He's looking at me <laughs> oh like, gosh. he's like, what are you adding to this? Oh my gosh. Okay. So, uh, the amount of disposable time that you have really equals the amount of things that you really can have. So you can have a garage chalk to the brim with everything. Are we talking about our garage? Yes. Our garage. <laughs> And we've gotten better at this, but it's like you literally can have every hobby under the sun, but do you have time to actually do it, right? Because you don't have time to enjoy all your stuff. It's like, for example, I used to do a ton of rock climbing. I have a whole bin full of ropes, like protection fall gear, harnesses, climbing shoes, all of that. Will I probably ever rock climb again? Probably not. Maybe. I Maybe would, take the kids. I, like, would, yeah. I, would, I would never use the ropes because yeah. they're too old and I wouldn't use any of the protection that I have because it's just too old and who knows? Like I, I, I wouldn't trust it at this time. Or it's even like we have fly rods. And before, before we had kids and we were going to school, we used to fly fish and we loved it. And we've moved to Utah and we're like, let's fly fish again. Cause there's not much fly fishing in the desert. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not a, a hot bed uh, for fly yeah. fishing. But anyway, it's one of those things that we're like, I would love to do that, but I don't have time. So another great, I think, checkbox when you're looking at the things that you want to purchase is, do you actually have time to do it? It's like, we're looking at summertime and we're like, Oh my gosh, our amount of like free weekends is so limited where they're not overly committed that it's like, even though we love taking our camper out, we're really stretching to get it out. Like it's, it's a very conscientious. Yeah. Definitely this year we're like, Oh, that's a, that's a little, you know, Um, and that's the thing is there might be a time that we come back to being able to have more time to like fly fish or golf. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like we used to golf. We just, yeah. And so, but looking at it, if adding stuff into that is, okay, well, there's a cool, you know, like look at it and say, oh, I want to start golfing. And you're like, cool. And then like you go out and buy like, you know, pimped out set of golf clubs. That's great. Like have nice stuff. But I mean, try it out. See, like how often are you going to actually be able to go? Is it one time a season? Is it two? You know, is it something that you're like, okay, like, it's going to be worth this or you're going to go and be like, I just can't fit this in, in my schedule, you know, before, you know, you, you, you almost add more clutter into your life. For sure. And it's hard to get good at anything if you're into everything. I've learned that. <laughs> I mean, Quinn always says that I have exercise ADD. Yeah. Megan will because start. Because I love to do 
everything. I'm like, oh, road bike. Oh, mountain bike. Whoa. Oh, running. Oh, trail running. Oh, you want to go swim? You want to go lift weights? Like you want to go, you know, like it's go yoga. And Quinn's like, you. You got to pick something. Yeah. It's like Megan will start the season and be like, it'll be springtime. She's like, I think I'm going to do triathlons, but then Spartan races. And I'd like to do a <laughs> kickboxing class. Yeah. And I have. And then end up, you end up like getting bad at all of them. Yeah. So that's the thing is, is that wasn't yeah. a slam on you. It's just, I not, feel it was, it was just, no, not. just kidding. No, it's true. Is, is it's like, if there, if there's something, if you're like, Hey, I really want to get into golf. Well, look at it and say, okay, well, I can't be into golf and doing this and this and this and this and this, because it's just one of those that you might golf once a month. Yeah. And it's even like if you, so two years ago, my buddies and I, we put together a relay team for the Logan to Jackson Hole road bike race, which was a 200 mile race. We each rode like a 40 mile segment of it, more or less. And it was the kind of thing that the guys I was riding with were pretty, pretty into it. So I was like, okay, I got to buckle down. I rode my road bike so much that summer that last summer I never even took it off the wall. Like it, yep. <laughs> it True was, story. it was one of those things though, but I realized like, in order to be good, I had to dedicate the time to it and I had to get into it and actually, you know, pay to play really in order to not die Yeah, in that race. So it was critical that like I had to let other things go. Yeah. So now talking about having just like stuff and more stuff and more stuff, right? We all have stuff, you, you know, we, we've, you know, you start off living in like an apartment and I feel like you, when you go to college, you can pack everything up in your car. And it's almost like as adults, we're like goldfish, where we like grow to the size of our environment, our environment. And so um, we get it, but just look at it too. And and this is one of Quinn and I's goal is, you know, get rid of the clutter. And I mean, we have definitely not maneuvered all the way through that, but it's something that we're like, we need to do this because it is stressful. Cause you're like, I don't know where my stuff is or, you know, stuff gets broken or it's just there, you know, where you're like, why do I have this? Do I have it? Does there's a sentimental value to having this? Like, why do I have it here? Yeah. And that, that's a really good point. You talked about sentimental value and things are not a representation or I should say, and I got this from my sister, <laughs> uh, my sister Tasha and I were talking about this, but, uh, Things are not a represent or things are not people or a representation of who that person was or or who they are. So if you get a gift from somebody, and you know, this is interesting because my dad passed away this past summer. And so, you know, it's it's looking at anything he ever gave me of saying, Oh, this my dad gave this to me. Well, if it's something I didn't use before my dad passed away, it's not a representation of my dad. You know, and it's one of those things of you can't look at a bunch of stuff as a representation of the person. The other thing I really learned after my dad's passing, too, was looking at, you know, Megan was talking about, like, growing to your environment. And I came home and just, you know, there was so much stuff that my my dad was not using at the end of his life that was just clutter. Yeah. And then it was left for somebody else to deal with. So, for example our entryway closet. So I made the goal when I, when I got home that like I I was on every week, but I've kind of moved it to every month to like go through drawers, go through closets, go through and just clean out. And I went through our, uh, 
I went through our hallway closet and it was like a time capsule yeah. from like five years You're ago. You're like, oh, we found like backpacks. In the back, man. I found like these backpacks from that the kids had with like, anyway, it was, it was really cute, but it was also ridiculous. Yeah. That, that we had that. So if you do have a bunch of stuff that you've inherited or stuff that you can't part with, just once again, remember that things are not people. Even though that person may have owned it, even though it may, they may have given it to you. Like, just remember if you had it, that it brought joy to you, maybe at one time, maybe it never did. But if you're not using it, all it's doing is creating stress. Yeah. And there might be things that you're like, I want to have that as, you know, I place value on that. And there might be things that you want to keep for sure. You know, it's not saying look at it and say, oh, it's not bringing value because there is, but there are certain things that you're like, why do I have this? Why am I having a hard time getting rid of it? And so, um, looking at things like your stuff is invest in more in things that you really want. So, that Quinn and I have, there's been multiple things. And so not saying that this is like a diehard want, but Quinn and I, when we first got married, we were like, you know, we bought multiple vacuum cleaners. Oh, dude. Like we went in and we were like, oh, okay, we're going to buy like the hundred dollar vacuum cleaner. And we went through, I want to say like six vacuum cleaners. At least. Yeah. And then. And they were all pieces of Yeah. Garbage. It was like, we went through one every year and it was like barely ever working. And so it was, it was finally like right around the time we had our oldest, we went and we we're like, we really wanted a Dyson. And this was like a big purchase for us. Um, was definitely, you know, throwing down some change for this vacuum cleaner. So I would say it was a want, but it was the kind of deal that we still use that vacuum cleaner. And it still works. And it works like an absolute champ. Yeah, and it's, it's over 15 years yeah, old. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. And so it's the kind of deal that Quinn and I even said after we got it and we used it and all of that, that we're like, we should have, and granted, we were newly married, but we're like, we should have bought what we wanted, like saved for it, because we would have ended up saving money. Yeah. And on that same note, like, you know, I have definitely, like Megan talked about, like with the ABC pants, I've had a huge mind shift of, I'm going to get, instead of deal shopping, which I love to do, I love a good deal. Yeah. He found the other day a, a dinosaur sandwich cutter. No, the girls asked for a damn dinosaur. Oh, I thought you found it on a deal. <laughs> no. Oh, it showed up. And no. our kids said that it, it, I mean, speaking of things, they said that it has enhanced their lives. Yeah. So it cuts, <laughs> it, it, you can lay it down and it cuts two dinosaur shapes out of a sandwich. So, yeah. And yeah. they said that it's more delicious. So I thought that was a deal. No. Because it just no, showed up. No, and I'm like, why do we have a dinosaur I bought that because I got beguiled by the ladies in my house. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. So my point is, though, is I'm 10 times more willing now. I should say not willing. uh, I will get exactly what I want. And so, for example, in the past, I would go to Costco. And if they had polo shirts or whatever that I could wear for work, I'd buy them in every color. And then I probably wouldn't end up wearing them or wear one. I didn't like the cut of it. I, and it would just eventually just go into the goodwill and get donated out because I just never liked it. So I've definitely changed that mindset of saying, I want to invest into what I really want. And for example, 
I, I wanted an, I want a new 12 gauge shotgun. And I was talking with Megan about it and I was like, well, I could get this one or here's the one I really want, you know, and I could, and she's like, just wait. Get yeah. And that's, really well, and you said, well, there's this one and this one's more expensive. And I was like, which one is the one in, like your heart that it wants? And he was like, well, it's this one. And I was like, if you get the other one, you'll enjoy it, but then you'll be still thinking about it. So I said, you're better off waiting and then getting the one that you want. So it doesn't mean like go for broke, but it means sometimes you got to step back and say, okay, I'll wait a second. And maybe it is spending more money, but to get exactly what you want or the quality of, uh, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. So I would much rather have four pairs of ABC pants than 15 pairs of Dockers. Yeah. And it's just getting that. I'd rather have the quality and it guys, it's so hard for me because if I see a good deal, I am just like, Oh man. <laughs> and I, I want to jump on it. And, uh, and there's this part of me that's like, Oh, that's so awesome. And then I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And I, and it's like this internal struggle I have because I'm like, it's so cheap. And you're like I need it. And then it shows up. You're like, why is this here? Or it shows up and I'm like, that color is horrendous. If you know, it's like, Puffer jackets, like the down jackets. I bought like four of them and they were nice brands and stuff, but they were just bad colors and I never wore them because I never liked them. So a huge mind, a huge mind shift on stuff is quantity over quality. Um, things are meant to increase your happiness, not create it. So meaning that like, like we kind of going back to it is, yeah, like it's meant to increase it. Like if you build a new house or you get a whatever new item, it's going to increase your happiness. Oh, yeah. Or it's like even because you have a why of why you wanted it. Yeah. You, it's like camping with Logan, just laying in the camper. I wanted one forever. Yeah. We got it and it increased our happiness. We were just having a great time when that heater kicked on in the middle of the night <laughs> and we weren't freezing to death. Or when we turned on the AC, when we got home to cool it down, I was like, yeah, this is, this is exactly yeah. what I, what I want. Yeah. So just remember that it increases it. It doesn't necessarily create it because you could go in that situation and still like you could camp, you know, and still have a great experience, but, sure. yeah. but it definitely increased. For sure. And yeah. then, you know, with that being said, use what you have. And I've been guilty of this. Like there's no need to keep it pristine. And in fact, it's been almost hard for me at times with the kids. And I yeah, know they get like a new Chromebook and then there's a million stickers. Yeah. Or it's like they'll get a new water bottle and they'll throw a million stickers on it and everything. And it's, you know, I was definitely the, the kid that like, if I got like a cologne set, would keep the special lotion until like, and then I'd try and use it and it'd be all like, <laughs> like it would have separated the alcohols come out of yeah. it and it's like, you know, just disgusting. And, uh, but if you have something, use it, it, that's, that's the whole point of having it. Yeah. If you try and keep it like so pristine or so nice, you're going to get zero enjoyment out of it. And that's been another huge mind shift. Yeah. And I think it, when it comes to things too, is, um, think about things that will create experiences um, you know, experiences more over things. So meaning, um, it could be those experiences that you're going to have a memory, like with your family, your children, your spouse, whoever it might be. And so for us, it's like, we talk a lot about loving to travel. And so, um, 
Quinn and I definitely, we love to go together. We love to go with our kids. And that's been one of our favorite things to do with our kids because it's been 100% time with them and having this new experience with them, whatever we're doing. Yeah, it's like one Christmas, we decided that instead of getting a bunch of presents, we were going to take the kids on a trip to Mexico like a week after Christmas. And the kids, they... If you asked them what they got two years ago, they probably couldn't tell you. Yeah. Or they'd be like, oh, I think I got this or that or whatever. They would tell you about their trip. And yeah, that's and what, they'll remember it. They'll yeah. remember it. It was an incredible experience. So we're going to shift here because we've just talked about like we've been self-righteous talking about and different things we've learned on our journey and our F-word years when it has to do with stuff. But we want to talk about things that are totally worth it. Yeah. Right. Things, Is it worth it? She's, she's worth, worth it. it. Yeah. Things that are worth dropping money or dropping a dime. Yeah. On. So number one, um, we talk about this a lot, but spending money on your health. So this could be from your fitness to doctor's appointments to um, if you have vitamin, supplements, 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 whatever it is, because I remember a lot of people, um, one of my, my favorite sayings is compared to what? Because people will say, oh, you know, like it's expensive to have a gym membership. And I'm like, compared to what? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, compared to what? Because if you don't focus on your health, you're, if you're not paying for it now, you're going to pay for it later. I promise you that. And that doesn't mean that if you like to get outside, there are things that you can do that, that it's not going to cost you money. But you know, it, it's one of those that it, it might be investing in your health being like, Hey, I want to go walk every day. So I want to be able to have a Spotify account so I can listen to whatever music I want, Yeah, whatever or, it may be, but you're investing in your health. It may be that you feel like you need to totally get reset. So going to the chiropractor, it's worth paying for it or essential massage. Yes. <laughs> I mean, just a massage. Yes. That's my Austin Powers quote. I know. Yes. But like, let's, it's one of those things you're investing into yourself. 100% worth it. Even though we have a tendency to want to invest into everything but ourselves. And I always think it's interesting is a lot of times people won't think twice about throwing down like a hundred bucks to go to dinner, which is great, but they'll, they'll do it multiple times, but it's like they come in and if it's something to do with their health, it, it, a lot of times is something that people are like, I don't know. And you're like, okay, well then where is it that you can sacrifice in your life? Because like I said, is if you don't invest in your health right now, either with your time, your energy, maybe a little bit of money. And that is, it will be later on. Yeah. Go back and life. listen to our episode, the compound effect. Yes. And we, we talk about that. Is it called the compound effect? I don't know. That's a book I've read, but I was going to say, I think we talked about it. Yeah, guys, there's a lot. I mean, now you got to go through all. Yeah, you got you just have to listen to it. Just listen to the next one. I would say things that bring you enjoyment, like streaming music or subscription services, like as far as like uh, Netflix or anything like that goes. You know, you sit there and go, oh man, can I pay $12 a month? And you're like, dude, it used to cost $20 to get a CD. Well, and that is like, um, I would also throw on like Audible. Like oh, it's yeah. one of those, I know that there's a lot of different but, services. But for years I was like, that is so expensive. Yeah, but it is the kind of deal that um, I I think is one of those to be able to just be like, I want to listen to that book. I don't have to wait. 
And for me, it, it enhances my life. Like, and that is one I think you get every penny out of. Now, other people might not feel the same way, but I definitely think if you're into to books and all of that, um, there is libraries and all that, which are great. So do that too. But there's a lot of people I know they're like, I won't do it. But then they have to wait like a year to listen to a book they want to listen to. For sure. I would say the next one would be improving your house or where you live. Like throwing a fresh coat of paint on some walls yeah. can totally change the uh, feng shui, feng shui. Of, your, of, your, of your living environment. So anytime you mow the lawn, anytime you do a little yard work, anytime you... Uh, you know, maybe get yourself a nice picture of a Scottish cow to hang in your living room. Are we talking about a Highland cow? <laughs> Fun fact, guys, I am obsessed with Highland cows, like to the point that it's just, it's ridiculous, but I love them. And so we have a big hanging picture of a Scottish cow, like a Highland cow in our family room. So when we were putting together this episode, Megan and I were kind of chewing over things that were totally worth it. Uh, one thing came to both our minds that has greatly enhanced our life. We have no sponsorship by this company. I mean, but they can if they want. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's the greatest thing ever. So I think it might be more of a Utah company. I've, I've heard them advertised on Glenn Beck and stuff. Okay. So they advertise them on AM radio. I was going to say it, even if they are, you guys can go to their website, but it is a minky blanket. And so go check them out if you haven't. And it was one that everybody would talk about them. And I was kind of like, oh, it's a blanket. And they and it's like a hundred and twenty dollar. Oh, more than yeah. that. Like the giant ones are like two hundred, whatever. And you can get them on sale and all of that. But Quinn got one as a present. And it was the kind of deal where I was like, whoa. I think I did after I slept with it once I said, you're not allowed. To. Yeah. And then I kept stealing it. And so then Val it was like before Valentine's day, Quinn got me one and they were having a sale. And I was like, I think the kids need one of these. So, I mean, it is the kind of deal, like our kids, everyone in our family, like we'll go watch a movie and everyone goes get their minky. We all have our own and they are or, magical. Yeah. It is like, imagine like it is like a, heavy cat pelt. They're so soft. They're so soft. And they have different thickness. Yeah. And they're like weighted perfectly. And it was enough that like our daughter, our middle was super sick over Christmas break. And they got like a minky for Christmas. Like we had a theme going. We had a refresh because those yeah. were getting kind of Yeah. Gamey. And she would not touch it because she said she didn't want to contaminate her new minky. That she wanted to enjoy all of its newness. <laughs> She felt better. So anyway, check out Minky Blankets. Yeah, amazing. Uh, the next thing I'd like to talk about is, we Megan mentioned having good vacuums. I'm going to throw on there a couple Roombas for the upstairs yeah, it and was It was one of those that, um, I like two years ago, Black Friday, I called Quinn. I'm like, do you think we'd use a Roomba? Because they are like, it is like 75, like it was like some random deal at Walmart on Black Friday online that I found. And Quinn's like, yeah, let's try it out because they're, you know, it was marked down. And Quinn and I were like, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. You know, as, as a dude, I would say next that I, uh, 
females too. I'm not, I'm not, a like, dude. I'm not like just dude out here, but having a good set of power tools goes a long way and saves you so much time. Like totally. Worth yeah. It. I think you finally once went in, you're like, I don't have the right stuff. And you were like, I'm going to go and I'm going to get all the same brand. And yeah, it's, it's, it's been incredible. But on those same lines, Megan, why don't you take the next one under there? Um, hiring someone <laughs> to do the right to do it right. So with this, and this is by no means, I don't want it to come off of like belittling Quinn because Quinn has, he is handy, but there are things like, so we were finishing our basement and Quinn before was like, I'm going to do it. And I'm looking at it going, okay, our kids are growing out of their rooms you know, and we were kind of all smashed in upstairs. And I was like, this might get done by the time our youngest graduates, you know, and it was one of the kind of deal that, you know, finally, I I think it was a friend who kind of found a way that she was like, this is like a great selling tool to your husband. And so it was the kind of deal that uh, convinced Quinn, let's hire the right people and it was like, I think it was when the framers came and did it in half of a day. You're like, okay. Okay. I'm like, that would have <laughs> taken me two years. Yeah. And then maybe like have to take stuff down and you know, yeah, all of that. You know, and even on those same lines is I fixed a lot of things in our house. I fixed our washer dryer. I installed a new motor in our washing machine. I fixed our hot tub a bunch of times, but it, the USS pleasure cooker, but it comes down to also like time. And sometimes I've like literally replaced five things on it and paid way more than I should have from the get go. Cause I didn't have it diagnosed properly. And so also just hiring somebody, if you have the time, it's, it's one of those things that can greatly speed up what you're doing. Yeah. I think the next thing is sports equipment. And with that meaning is, you know, is if you're really into biking, doesn't mean you have to break the bank, have a nice bike. If you're into running, have a nice pair of shoes. Yeah. And I, and I will say too, if you are really into running and you want to get a treadmill, don't skimp. Yeah. That, that is one huge thing. Like, Yeah. And it, it's like being a running coach, I have a lot of people that will come and I'm like, they're like, my knees are starting to hurt. And I'm like, okay, well, I think you need a new pair of shoes. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah. They're like, well, these are only a year old. And I was like, it's your only entry into the sport. You know, like, let's get you something that, you know, is going to work and enhance. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it's just like anything. I mean, anybody who's a good golfer knows that a great golf club goes a long way. Anybody knows that a decent bike that shifts well and is lightweight is a, is a huge game changer. So it, or it's even like guitars. You buy a super entry level guitar, it's harder to play than a nicer guitar, like a mid level or high end. So it's one of those things that uh, a lot of times with sporting equipment, if or skis too, like if you get a good pair of skis, they're easier to ski. Good pair of boots, you're going to be more comfortable. So spend the money and enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. So the next thing I want to talk about is food and the interest. I like food. I know, me too. Comida. Comida. So the interesting thing about food, and I have this weird paradigm, Megan talked about how you have no problem going out to dinner, dropping a hundred bucks or whatever on dinner. But like you go to like buy a pack of steaks that are $20. You're like, geez, that's expensive. <laughs> what is this highway robbery? Yeah. And so spending money on good food because, uh, you know, there's, there's nothing like quite like being at home, cooking a good meal with your family and enjoying it and uh, not eating just crap. So 
Yeah, um, I think definitely things that are worth it is helping your kids find your pa- their passions. And I think sometimes that does, I mean, it does cost money or you have stuff or, you know, you go through a bunch of different things. But I will say when your kids like, you know, start to develop and find their passions, I think it's so exciting, like just to watch and support and, and that. So definitely worth it. Yeah. And lastly, I would say as far as things that are totally worth it is continue to live yours. Megan mentioned uh, helping your kids find their passions. Well, make sure that you continue to live your passions. That it's not, like you said, we've talked about a lot about living your best life in your 40s and 50s. And one of the things that birthed this whole idea was hearing too many people say, I used to, I used to like to, man, I wish I could, you know, and and saying those catchphrases over and over where there's no reason why you can't. Yeah, for sure. And that's critical. So in conclusion, guys, is declutter your lives. You know, look around, look around what you have on your stuff and say, is it bringing me joy or is it stressing me out? Yeah. And find the things that make you tick and the things that you want. It might be different than what other people want. And it may be something that you, there's not a guidebook. No. And it may be something that like you were into 10, 15 years ago and that you're just never going to get back into. It's just not your thing anymore. Yeah. And and that's okay. Doesn't mean that, uh, doesn't mean you're totally lame. Just means that your your interests have changed. You're you're, you're just aging. You're just aging like well. a fine wine. Well, everybody, that's it for today. Once again, go out and live your best life. Enjoy it. It's summertime. Take in the sun. Take in the fun, and have a great week. That rhymed. I know. Stay classy. 